0: I'm Rocco, 10 years old. And I'm Jack, I'm 8 years old. And, and we're the Comic, Comic Book Kids. Kids.
1: And I'm their dad, and welcome to the Comic Book Kids podcast, where July continues our Spider-Man month. Today we're going to talk about the classic, Sam Raimi. Spider Man trilogy. I know we've been talking about it a bunch all throughout all our other podcasts because we can't help it. This is the defining moment in Spider Man. These are the movies that created the entire superhero movie genre. Well, X Men, but other than that, this is the real deal. Here we are finally talking about
0: Spider Man. Rocco? One, Spider Man One, Spider Man Two sadly three and why they should have made four
1: right now when spider-man one came out it was by far way better than anyone expected a superhero movie to be i mean it really was amazing like let's nobody expected it to be that good at all like no one thought it could be that awesome sam raimi for whatever he is hit it right on the head didn't he like when you that first spider-man movie is pretty much yeah. perfect right except for yeah. maybe that he doesn't make his own web shooters how do you guys feel about the fact that the webs come right out of his hands
0: i mean it's cool but it's not from a comics
1: but for the movie it works like yeah. when they change yeah. stuff like that in the movie stuff like that kind of sometimes it bothers me and now, but
0: it was still cool. He was swinging around. Oh,
1: I mean, it was Spider-Man. So it was like, you know what? I can live without. I can live without the fact. But it, it is important that Peter makes his own web fluid that and makes his own web shooters.
0: How does it come out? Like, how does it come out of his costume?
1: I don't know. I guess he makes a little hole in his, just like on the real Spider-Man suit. He's got, like, a little nozzle there. He can, like, on the real, like, comic book, like, web shooters, he can adjust it and turn it and make it like a spray or a little strand or like on Uh. spider-man homecoming yeah but without the tony stark tech did you guys like that's we can't go a spider-man podcast without bringing up spider-man homecoming one more time did you like the stark tech webs did you like the way the webs could do almost everything like you have 232 permutations of web did you like that because i did I I mean, it
0: was cool, but in the comics, he just has, like, thread, and then it's just one big thing that he has. He has thread, and then he just has a giant web at holds.
1: No, he can make web balls and stuff. Back in the early issues of Spider-Man, they would have, like, at the end of the issue, they would have, like, a little page where they would just introduce all the things that Spidey's webs could do or Spidey's belt, like his utility belt. or
0: Which he never had.
1: No, he does. Yeah, he had that
0: utility belt. Yeah, it's where
1: he keeps extra web cartridges. That's where his...
0: No, in the Spider... Sam Raimi.
1: No, in the Sam Raimi one, he did, they didn't even mess with it because that's they have to get to the movie. They have to like they got. It was s-
0: cool how it's actually like spider because spiders have those six glands inside their hands which shoot out webs.
1: Well, their butts. <laughs> they, they have it inside their butts.
0: If they had the, if I uh, if Spider Man actually had this every power that the spider had, he would have had the webs coming out of a different place. Where. His booty cheeks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: booty cheeks, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Here on the <laughs> Comic Book Kids Podcast. That's a family-friendly word for what you're trying to say. I get you. All right, so. First of all, did you like Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man? Yes, I he's think nerdy, he's a, but he's, he's,
0: uh, if you really think about it, he's too old.
1: He was too old, even in the first one, but he's still good. It's not drastically yeah, too true. old, but it's definitely... Tom Holland was the right age. Like, you need to have an almost teenager to be a teenager. And definitely Toby Maguire was way over the age of 25 when he made that movie, and you could tell. That's whatever. But that first half of that movie is almost note for note right out of Amazing Fantasy number 15, the first Spider-Man Whenever appearance.
0: Whenever he goes, go, web, go.
1: Or, no, that's when it got a little weird because he didn't know how to make his webs come out. But when he f- just he's a nerd he gets picked on in school they go on a school trip i think it is weird that they used mary jane up like that mary jane shows up in the comic books in that famous scene where literally aunt may has been trying to introduce like anna watson's you know niece like hey i've got this friend She's got this daughter, I mean, this niece. way do you meet her. And he's always like, yeah, Aunt May, I'm kind of busy. I, you know, I got stuff to do. I don't really want to. Face
0: wanna... it, Tiger. You just hit the jackpot.
1: Exactly. When she shows up in the comics, it's a big deal. Because she is hot stuff, man. She is shot out of the hot cannon. She's a total smoke show. And the look on Peter's face when he sees her is like, whoa, why didn't I meet this chick before? So the fact that they had her in his high school was sort of kind of. And. Kirsten Dunst, the lady that plays Mary Jane. I, I'm i going to say something controversial on the podcast right now, and you may or may not agree with me, and I probably shouldn't even be saying this, but I don't think she was hot enough. Is that wrong? She's just... Sort of. I, I just don't... She's a very pretty lady, but Mary Jane Watson's got to be, boom, like a... Firecracker, like the most unbelievably hot chick ever, and Kirsten Dunst. Okay,
0: can we get back to the spider movie?
1: <laughs> too much? Too much? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Anyway, too much hot stuff. Too much hot stuff. Put it, Cool it down, Dad. Cool it down. Gotcha. Anyway, I always felt that way about Kirsten Dunst. I like her. She's a great actress. She's just not Mary Jane, man. She's just not. They should have made her Gwen Stacy or... Liz Allen, which that they w-
0: had in Spider Man Homecoming.
1: Liz Allen, yeah, yeah. But what was her her real last name was Toomes because her father was Adrian Toomes? So what was her real name? Was she Liz Allen or was she Liz Allen Toomes? I don't know. I never I have to look into that. That's a good point.
0: Maybe her real dad, maybe uh, her mom married Adrian Toomes
1: after the fact. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's so it's like a step kid. That's a really good idea. That's probably true. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll look it up. I'm sure someone else has asked that question. And if you know the answer, send us an email at askthecomicbookkids at gmail.com. And if
0: you want to send us any movie requests, just go.
1: We have one of our first movie requests has come in. Fantastic Uh, Four. A loyal fan out there in listener land has sent in a request for us to do the Roger Corman classic Fantastic Four movie, the very first one, which we're going to do. But we have to watch it. You guys have to see it. You're going to be.
0: I thought they never put it out. Oh,
1: it's out there. I can find it. They they never did release it officially, but for years at Comic-Cons and stuff, they someone was always selling a crappy VHS copy of it. So it's out there. So I'll find it, and we'll watch it, and you guys will be appalled. That
0: 1994 one? Yeah,
1: it's appalling. It is terrible.
0: I actually want to watch oh, it.
1: Oh, you'll you'll be appalled, and we maybe, maybe we'll watch it and do the podcast with it on, because...
0: I don't want to watch it twice.
1: Yeah, we definitely don't want to watch it. You're, I don't even know if we'll get all the way through it, because it's bad. But it actually is the most faithful supposedly you know what i don't think i've ever seen it other than there was that documentary we watched doomed yeah. if you have hulu and you want to watch an interesting documentary it's called doomed the ill-fated tale of the 1994 roger corman fantastic four movie <laughs> which basically a lot
0: of money they didn't have a lot of actors
1: but they had the one kid that played the boyfriend and uncle buck remember the boyfriend from uncle buck bug he plays the human torch How's that for trivia? Don't say you don't tune into this podcast for little trivia nuggets, because <laughs> 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 Alright, back to Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Norman Osborn, Willem Dafoe.
0: Great.
1: Fantastic. Best casting ever. He nails Norman Osborn. I mean, that is the whole weird talking to himself in the mirror and all of that kooky craziness. Awesome. But that was a minor quibble. I really wish they had made him in a real Green Goblin mask instead of that weird flight suit looking. Still cool. Still real cool. And you can see his eyes and you can see his mouth moving behind the mesh. It would have been cooler if his face and eyes moved like a real Green Goblin.
0: He still died like every villain they do in Marvel movies.
1: That was where, other than X-Men. X-Men came out in the year 2000. And then Spider-Man came out. They didn't do superhero movies good. The best superhero movie up to that point, I guess, was Batman. Well, you know, the Batman movies, and they are not all that great. We'll do them on another podcast. We'll get into all of the Batman movies, and believe me, there's a lot there to talk about. A lot. A lot.
0: I'm Vulture. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Sorry, we're getting off track.
1: We're getting, we're, listen, if you haven't figured out by now that this podcast is way off track pretty much every week, then you're listening to the wrong show. We're all over the place. We're just keeping it on Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin right now. Did you like the Green Goblin costume in this movie?
0: Yes, I just wish he had at least, like, at least just a green sweater if like, a thing over, it, and then just at least a green hat. I don't even mind his face.
1: Yeah, the face wasn't too bad, but it was weird that it was all just one big helmet. I'll give you that. It would have been cool if he had like a hat that sort of flopped around in the breeze. His glider was awesome. The pumpkin bombs were awesome. The way he kills those dudes up on that balcony. And, and then, when he s-
0: find out that, Spy- that he, Spider-Man's Peter Parker. Yeah. The way
1: he hits him with the, the J. Jonah Jameson scene where he's going crazy in the Daily Bugle. And then Green Goblin blows a hole in the wall. And then Spidey shows up. Man, that is right out of the comics, man. That is like directly from some John Romita, you know, seniors, old school Stanley Spider-Man stuff. It's fantastic. How about the guy that plays J. Jonah Jameson?
0: He's Good. great. He's
1: perfect, right?
0: Yeah, he looks exactly like him.
1: Why is his name escaping me right now? Oh, heck, he just won an Oscar for something else. Hang on, I'm an idiot. I should know his name. Do you guys know his name? No. Nope. Everyone and Everyone listening to the podcast is screaming at their speakers right now, like, You know what his name is. And as soon as I pull it up, I'm going to know his name. That guy's been around forever. And before he played J. Jonah Jameson, he played this horrible bad guy on this TV show called Oz, which was about prison. And he was the meanest bad guy ever. And that guy was named Schillinger. That I remember. Oh, J.K. Simmons. Boom. I didn't even have to look it up. That knocked it loose. J.K. Simmons, awesome. His, You know the guy... That's in the office who keeps, like, coming in and annoying him. That's Sam Raimi's brother in real life. That one dude who keeps coming in and being annoying. Betty Brant's his secretary, just like in the comics. She's great. God, they they hit every note perfect. They had to tweak a couple things to make it fit, but that movie's great. I love Spider-Man 1. Well, the
0: second one's the best. In those, sp- in that Spider-Man genre.
1: Are we on to the second one then? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. Spider-Man 1. Well, no, we got to finish. Hold on, hold on. We're not done with Spider-Man 1 at all. Wait,
0: whenever it was actually Gwen Stacy.
1: What about Gwen Stacy? She didn't even show up to the no, third one.
0: The, whenever Green Goblin was holding up a train and then Mary Jane.
1: Yeah, now that scene was cribbed from when Gwen Stacy died. Green Goblin took Gwen Stacy up to that bridge and he didn't have the the cable car wasn't part of it, but it was pretty much exactly like that. He's on top of that bridge. He's holding her by her neck and he throws her and Spidey hits her with a web and hits her ankles and the force of like him yanking her back up cracks her neck and kills her and Pete never forgave himself for that for years. And he
0: beat Green Goblin up like he was not Spider-Man.
1: He pummeled the crap out of Green Goblin. He was that was the first time that uh, Peter ever really didn't make jokes, didn't quip. There was no he was actually angry, and he Spider Man is strong. He's he is like one of the strongest dudes in the Marvel universe. Like he he really, can
0: lift up Hulk.
1: Well, I could lift up Hulk. No, I can't. <laughs> 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 no Hulk, Hulk, Thor. Those guys they're like the top tier. Ant
0: Man is actually the strongest because he could, like, he could shrink everybody and then like crush them in the middle of his hand if he wanted.
1: That's not. That's pretty much true. But as far as, or he
0: could shrink, go inside them, grow, and then they'll pop open.
1: You got to stay on that microphone, dude. Got to stay on the mic.
0: I see your eyes, dude. Because Because he
1: keeps moving the microphone around like he's on the Titanic, and and it's just moving all over the place. Got it, it. Sounds weird. People are like, "How come we can't hear Rocco?" Okay. Because Rocco doesn't hold the microphone in front of his face. That's why he can't hear him. The Comic Book Kids podcast.
0: Rocco can't listen.
1: <laughs> Rocco doesn't listen.
0: At least my head doesn't crush your microphone.
1: Oh! That's not even a good burn. Whatever. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. Listen, dear re- dear listeners, Jack has an inordinately large head. Okay, it's bigger than yours. So we make a lot of big head jokes. If you want to get in on that, my Sen-
0: head's bigger than a cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I'm, watermelon. No way. You know, what, you know
1: what, it's just that's it. No one's going to say anything funnier than that. <laughs> that was perfect. Let's move on. Now, oh God, there's so much to talk about in Spider-Man One. The guy. It, that they remember the whole way he gets his powers, the whole way that he doesn't stop the wrestling match and the and you know he doesn't stop the robber and that guy ends up killing Uncle Ben. Perfect. All perfect, perfect, but instead, perfect. Instead
0: they made it about chocolate milk and the amazing Spider Man.
1: Yeah, we're done with that. We're not talking about that movie ever again. Ever, ever again. We will never mention the amazing Spider Man one and two on his podcast. Ever. The chocolate milk scene. just everything about that movie was not right. Sucks. But this movie was perfect. You can tell Sam Raimi grew up reading Spider-Man comics. You can just see it in the way, it's a love letter to Spider-Man. It really is.
0: I wish uh, they actually had him crawling, like a car hummus hit him, and then he jumped out of the way and crushed the bar.
1: Oh, at the top, like, Jumps up onto the thing, climbs up the wall, and then crushes that pipe?
0: Yeah, because we just seen that on Spectacular Spider-Man.
1: Which is on next week's podcast. We're going to talk about all the Spider-Man animated, all the Spider-Man TV shows, and that's how we'll wrap up our Spider-Man about month. the
0: Nicholas Hammond? Are we going to talk about the Nicholas... Nicholas Hammond one. We're
1: going to have to talk about. The
0: 1977 about. one.
1: We're going to have to talk about. The worst
0: about. one ever.
1: It's pretty bad.
0: And the Japanese one. I don't want to watch that Japanese
1: one. You don't? No. Are you sure?
0: Yes. It's, a, it's Power Rangers just with a dude yeah, on Yeah, he
1: has giant robots and stuff. It's Spider-Man and giant Magna robots. Eh, well, you maybe want to see it before you judge.
0: He has a motorcycle. He does? Yeah.
1: I'm going to have to get you a mic stand, dude. We're going to put a mic stand so that we're going to... You know what we got to get, Rocco? One of those Britney Spears microphones so that it's like off your ear so it's right in front of you. We're going to watch that Japanese Spider-Man. I don't think you should judge that so quickly. I really don't. Okay. Because it's it's better than you think. Is it Spider-Man? Absolutely not. not. It's no. totally not Spider-Man says, at all. He
0: I'm from a demon from hell. I am Spider-Man. Spider-Man. S- Spider-Man.
1: Spider-Man. Did you but like, spider. what's your absolute favorite, favorite scene in Spider-Man 1? What's your absolute favorite scene?
0: Oh, I'm thinking. Uh,
1: and while you're thinking, I'm going to pull up the Japanese Spider-Man real quick.
0: That balloon scene?
1: Me too. When when he's going hard, jumping from balloon to balloon, oh, and yeah, Green and Goblin's like, flying around, I'm like, this is Spider-Man. It's my, my, my favorite scene
0: like brings down his shirt and then you could see his spider-man costume my favorite scenes whenever he's in the, fi- the house that's on fire and then he jumps and dodges all those green goblins slices that's pretty
1: awesome that is pretty awesome and that scene at the end that's pretty perfect and i like how they keep his mask on but they rip it so you can still see toby Maguire's face but they still keep him in his mask because we're going to talk about that's one of my only things i don't like about spider-man Two is that they Takes his mask off. All right, before we get into Spider-Man 2, do we feel like we have we hit all the points about Spider-Man yeah. 1? Yeah. Do we like how Harry Osborn's seat? Like, I love how they started to set up. They really set up. Per, huh. Ugh, I'm not going to say James Franco.
0: Oh, you just did, did it on the apes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you remember that from last episode. Yeah,
1: they do. They do. Here, here comes the Japanese Spider-Man theme song. Let's hear this real
0: quick. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this? Wow. wow. I mean, I love Spider-Man, but I don't want to make fun of him. He's a Japanese. Spider-Man. I love this. It's amazing.
1: I don't even think he's Peter Parker or anything. I think that just Japanese... The company that made uh, Godzilla, Toho, I think they just licensed the imagery off of Marvel and just said, "You know what? We're just gonna just use the suit. That's all we need. We'll figure the rest out. Don't worry about it." They're like, "Well, his name's Peter Parker, and he... No, nah, no, don't worry about that stuff." We're, his we're, name
0: is Peter Parker, and that
1: it's Peter Parker.
0: Yeah, if you listen, it's a Peter Parker.
1: I, I think I was just that they weren't speaking English correctly. I think they just mangled the accent a little bit. That's all. All right, forget that. We're going to watch that one day. Next week, we're going to talk about all the other weird Spider-Man things on film, and then we'll be done with our Spider-Man month. That takes us to Spider-Man 2. Widely considered by most people up until Spider-Man Homecoming to be the best Spider-Man. And it's pretty perfect. In fact, that I can only think of one scene in the entire movie that isn't good, and that's when Spider-Man stops that train with his mask off, and they're like, he's just a kid. You mean to tell me that even in 2004, whenever that movie came out, there was still digital cameras? People would have been definitely taking pictures of Spider-Man with his mask off. J. Jonah Jameson would have definitely seen a picture of Spider-Man with his mask off. That would have got out. The secret would have got out right then that Peter Parker was Spider-Man, and that's why I don't like it's it. It's a movie. Okay, but it, you got to be right. you got to come correct. Don't even bother making the movie if you're going to do weird stuff like but that. But
0: The rest of it was awesome, Dr. Octopus.
1: Man, when Doc Ock is up on that thing holding Aunt May, and he's got that spike ready to get Spidey, and Spidey's going up, and when they're fighting in the bank and everything about that, it's just like, this is right out of the comic book. It's perfect. Here's
0: change.
1: And he smacks him with the thing, and uh, it's
0: perfect. And then whenever that guy reaches for some money, and then Aunt May smacks him with her purse.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Aunt May is perfect in these Spider-Man movies, too. I forgot to say that.
0: My name is Forrest Gump.
1: It's That's from Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. That's oh. Andrew Garfield. Sally Field is Andrew Garfield's Aunt May. Oh. Speaking of Aunt May, and speaking of Spider-Man Homecoming, which we weren't, do you like the young Aunt May in Marissa Tomei? Do you like her as young and good-looking, or do you want her to be an old lady?
0: I don't really care. I'm focusing on Spider-Man. I like her young.
1: She's cool young. I like the young Aunt May. I think it's cool. Plus, Peter Parker is, what, he's... He's not old enough to have an ancient aunt. Like, they would, they would be like his great aunt if they were that old. You know what I mean? Anyway, something to think about. I like the young Aunt May. I think it's cool. It makes it more current, more hip. Plus, Marissa Tomei is easy on the eyes. Let's be honest. Okay. Dad, Jill. I'm getting this look from Rocco. Like, Dad, what is this podcast about? Is it about all the hot chicks and Spider-Man? Maybe it is for me. Maybe that's what it's about. I don't know. It's
0: a kid show, Dad.
1: I haven't said anything untoward. I haven't said anything weird. <laughs> Marissa Tomei, call me. Okay,
0: <laughs> now. <laughs> what's wrong with you, Dad? I don't
1: know, dude. I don't know what's wrong with you. You're my kids. You're the.
0: <laughs> so you don't need to call Marissa M- Tomei. What's her name? Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. How did I just say that? I don't even even know
1: what you just said. Let's move on. You guys are making it weird. Anyway. You're the one making it weird. Okay, (laughs) let's
0: get back to (laughs) Spider-Man.
1: All right, so Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock, isn't necessarily a bad guy. He's sort of Peter's mentor.
0: But then he turns bad and tries to blow up. Well, he's I like, mean, it, but it that's was- from the straight from the comics. His arms control him,
1: they do kind of control him, but they kind of don't like. In the comics, Dr. Otto Octavius was kind of a jerk before he got the arms. He was sort of arrogant and a little bit jerky.
0: Yeah, he was actually using the arms for, like, mixing sound stuff. and then Yeah, but
1: he was like, I know what I'm doing. And people were, like, giving, like, yo, you better be careful. You're going to turn into Dr. Octopus. And then
0: and it, he, it made an explosion, and then it broke a thing on the back of his neck where so he could control Well, that thing on
1: the back of his neck was for the movie. I think in the original, he just had, like, around his chest. Yeah. And he had, like, some weird dials that he was fiddling with. But he was arrogant and jerky. And in the movie, he wasn't. He was, like, nice and, like, a scholarly professor and Peter's mentor. And then that scene where they're, like, operating on him, trying to figure out how to get the arms off him, and then all of a sudden you see the first-person view of the arms, that's where Sam Raimi tips his directorial hand. That is directly lifted from his own movie, Evil Dead. In Evil Dead 1 and 2, that uh, yeah. they come through the woods, like, zh- all first person. That was like Sam Raimi like, giving a nod to all his fans. You know what else? In all these movies, the guy that plays Ash, Bruce Campbell, he's also in all these movies.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's Wait, in all- was it on the elevator scene going down? Was that him? No.
1: I think he plays... I know in Spider-Man 3 he plays the Mater D with the ring, which we'll and get into in, that in a sec.
0: And in the first movie, he's the guy who says... And the amazing Spider Man. Right,
1: at the wrestling ring. Yeah. And then I don't know what he is. At Spider- Mary
0: Jane's concert in the second movie.
1: He's at Mary Jane's concert? Yeah. Well, there you go. So that all three movies, Bruce Campbell shows up and that's another Sam Raimi nod. Like we should go we should do some Sam Raimi research because that dude is a really good filmmaker. He really knows what he's doing and he's made some really cool flicks.
0: In Denver came Mark Webb.
1: We're not talking about that movie ever again. You just brought it up a third time. We're not talking about it. We don't like that movie.
0: I'm sorry. I just.
1: It's, you, I think Morocco secretly likes those movies, and he's no. been pr- pretending all along that he doesn't. No,
0: it was Jack who No, likes Jack
1: it. isn't a secret. Jack definitely likes those movies.
0: He likes Andrew I Garfield. love Andrew Garfield. <laughs>
1: Let's not make it weird again. If I can't talk about Marissa Tomei, you certainly can't talk about Andrew Garfield. Anyway, I like the way the arms were like sort of more scary looking. They had like sharp. They
0: had three sharp things. points.
1: Yeah, rather than four little nubby fingers, they had three sharp points. I love the way he totally like was Doc Ock. I mean, he that guy Andrew uh, Alfred Alfred Molina. Played Doc Ock, excellent. Then again, Harry Osborn was funding his research because he wants to take his dad's mantle at Oscorp, played by James Franco.
0: Planet of the Apes. <laughs>
1: That's, That's the, the d-
0: d- only movie he
1: knows. That's the James- dumbest in joke ever. What? Go ahead. Every time, whatever. From now on, every time we say
0: James Franco, <sighs> Planet of the Apes. <laughs>
1: You're just going to have to deal with it. This is the Comic Book Kids podcast. I can't help these guys. This is what they do. God, what else about Spider-Man 2? Literally, the only scene I don't like is that he stops that train with his mask off. That is literally it. But that does drastically take me out of the movie for that second. It's just, they're like, oh, he's just a kid. You know what I mean? It's just, it's weird. I don't like it. He should have never had his mask off. For that scene. Wait, was
0: that scene whenever Doc Ock, whenever of a shed where he's making that giant sun thing, was that in the comics?
1: No, but I don't mind it. Like, I like that he was trying to make some sort of, I think that was like a perpetual power device. I, you know what, I didn't, you guys watched it the other day, but I, I fell asleep and didn't watch it with you. I have—I need to watch Spider-Man 2 myself again. But it has, pound for pound, Spidey versus Doc Ock all throughout the movie is pretty much perfect. Like, the, every time those two are fighting, it's awesome. It's it's.
0: I love it when he's like on that train, like this, like.
1: Yeah. I wish that Mary Jane didn't always end up in peril. I wish that oh, really, Mary Jane's in trouble again? Okay, but whatever. We're I'm nitpicking hard because this movie's great. Spider Man Two, I have nothing bad to say about it. Fantastic, except for the mask. Except for that one thing. Other than that, that's the bar. Up until Spider Man Homecoming, Sam Raimi set the bar with Spider Man Two. That's like the pinnacle. To the pit. It is a long way
0: down.
1: Jackie Jackie secretly doesn't want to do this podcast. What he really wants to do is sing songs on tape for the internet to hear. And maybe we'll give you that opportunity, but not now.
0: We'll make a podcast just of you singing Spider-Man
1: songs. We might have a very special bonus episode that I won't even make a big deal at. We'll just stick it up there. If I could figure out how to tape him when he's just walking around the house singing this stuff, that's the real funny stuff. That'll be the real good one. Anyway, literally, from the pinnacle, Spider-Man 2, to the pit, Spider-Man 3. This movie sucks. It's the worst. The worst. I think I almost hate it as much as the Andrew Garfield ones, and the only reason why I don't is because Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, and all the cast are still there. And that's the only reason why it's not the absolute worst movie.
0: I don't even think Sam Raimi directed it. But it was like somebody else who directed it. It does
1: feel like someone else directed it. It felt like, it feels like... The, you thought
0: it was going to be awesome because you sh- just seen uh, Spider-Man 2 like, oh, Spider-Man 3 is going to be awesome. Because it has Sandman, Venom, and then
1: Yeah, so. that's the problem. It has Spider-Man, I mean, it has uh, Green Goblin, or, well... You know, new goblin. new goblin or whatever they call him. Then it has Sandman. Then it has Venom. And Venom, I think I've said before in the podcast, they blew a giant opportunity there.
0: Because they knew it wouldn't work ever again they blew him up.
1: No, I mean, they just wasted an opportunity. They could have made a really good Spider-Man 4 using Venom. The first time Venom appeared... Okay, the black suit in the comics in the 80s you guys know the origin of the I black- read
0: Secret Wars yeah I know
1: right so the black suit basically when the secret wars came out if you're not familiar any listeners if you don't know about what the secret wars were in the 80s marvel got approached by I think it was Hasbro or Kenner one of the big toy companies and they were like look let's make a toy line we'll call it Secret Wars and we'll have all these are the people we want we want to have all these heroes and all these villains and we'll make the toys. Will you guys make a special comic just to sell these toys? And the guy in charge of Marvel at the time was a dude named Jim Shooter. Many people feel like Jim Shooter kind of definitely screwed Marvel up a little bit because he was more into selling merchandising than he was selling comics. So he, would, he came up with this storyline where all the good guys and all the bad guys get sucked off to this planet run by this dude named the Beyonder who had godlike powers for whatever reason. He never was in the Marvel Universe before, and they only really used him like once or twice after that. And it was just to sell toys. So they were like, well, how can we make it different? I know, we'll have the Fantastic Four change, and we'll have She-Hulk be in Thing's place. Did you know that? When the Fantastic Four got back from Secret Wars. But here's the thing. In the monthly issues... Secret Wars was 12 issues long, so that's a year. Yeah,
0: I read all 12 issues. Well, they came
1: out once a month for a year, okay? But in the monthly comics, they had, you know, everything was normal one day. At the end of the comic, they show them getting sucked away. And in the very next month, they come back, and you don't know what happened. All of a sudden, Spider-Man just shows up with Kurt Connors under his arm, missing an arm, like he's not the lizard anymore, in a black suit, he just shows back up in the next issue of Spider Man, two fifty two. I'll never forget it. That's the rumors are true, and they made it look just like Amazing Spider Man, fi- or uh, Amazing Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, same pose. Except no, got... it
0: was two kids in his arms, and then he was swinging.
1: Okay, you're right. Yeah, but he's got the black suit on in the same pose as the original. And in fact, Jack's wearing that shirt right now as we do the show. So there was no explanation of what the black suit was, and. This is before the internet, this is before Twitter, this is before like you if Face you, Snapchat. Well, before all of the things that you guys are totally used to. When I was growing up, if you wanted to complain about something you saw in a comic book, you, you had to mail. You had to mail a letter in and it took however long and like if you wanted to complain about Spider-Man 252, the letters would appear in Spider-Man 256 and they'd be like, by the way, I don't know, so everyone complained about Spider-Man's black suit. So Jim Shooter told the guys who were writing Amazing Spider-Man at the time, a guy named Tom DeFalco, and the artist was Ron Friends, he went down and told them, he's like, listen, we're getting some bad press. Nobody wants this black suit. Kill it. I, yes, he has to appear in it. And then, you know what, go right back to the red and blue suit. We don't. Nobody wants this black suit. But what they didn't realize is people were just complaining about the change. But once they saw it, Everyone loved it, including me. I was a kid then. I loved that black suit. Do you guys? Do you like the black yeah. suit? The black suit's awesome.
0: Whenever I play the Spider-Man Dimensions, I always play as a black suit. Like i oh.
1: The black suit's great. It he looks plays great. The
0: Deadpool level.
1: He looks amazing in it. it. The powers were awesome. The way it was like alive. You like
0: could have a giant thing like swoop everybody out just with his hand like a giant fist, punching everything. Yeah, and they
1: didn't, it it wasn't an alien symbiote yet. That came later. So Jim Shooter tells him, kill it, get rid of this thing Then the next issue. Spider-Man 253, I want that black suit off of him and back in that red and blue suit. But Tom DeFalco, the writer of Spider-Man at the time, was like, listen, we gotta at least wait eight issues because he doesn't get his black suit in Secret Wars until issue eight. Right. Or issue seven. It's issue seven or issue eight. So at the very least, we have to do six or seven months in the black suit. And in that time, the black suit took off. Everyone loved it. So then they started to think, well, what is the black suit? What is it? What's its story? It turns out they had a really good idea to make it an alien symbiote. That was symbiote.
0: like symbiote. It's not a symbiote.
1: All right. Tomato, tomato. What do you want for me? Anyway, <laughs> it, it's a symbiote symbiote well, however you want to say it but do you know what a symbiote is
0: a living thing
1: well yes but what 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 technically makes something a symbiote
0: it's like a goo that's almost alive
1: no you're close that's a goo that's almost alive but something that's symbiotic in nature like you know how you sometimes see a tree and then there's a vine growing on it and it's like choking the tree yeah The vine has a symbiotic relationship with the tree. The vine is like, needs the tree to climb, and the tree is there for the vine to climb. So the two like sort of work with each other. That's a symbiotic relationship. And that's what this suit became. And that was one of the best ideas they ever had to make this thing. Spider
0: Man didn't want to take it off because it felt good.
1: It started to control his feelings. It was in his mind it started to like he
0: used to use his body at when he was asleep
1: yeah it didn't it wouldn't it would it it was like getting stronger because it happened to find a really good host in spider-man it was like
0: It was taking his powers away yeah well it
1: learned everything it but it was like teaching itself those powers. It, be, it it started to like pick up on the fact,
0: and that's how Venom has the same powers as Spider Man. Well, Superman.
1: yeah, that's but Venom didn't come out for a while. Ven, you're <laughs> you're used to Venom now. You guys are just thinking, oh, Venom. That's Spider Man's best villain and all that. But for a minute, Spider Man in the black suit had this weird thing where he had to go to the Fantastic Four to get it off him, and Reed Richards shot him with a with a sonic blaster to shoot it off him. And they captured the black suit and they kept it at the Baxter building in a tube like all by itself. And it, it like acted really weird. Like it was alive. It would like bang on the glass and little Franklin Richards would go up to the glass and look at it. And it would like look at Franklin Richards. That's their Reed and Sue's son. And it would like bang on the glass and stuff. And then somebody let it out. And I can't remember exactly how it got let out, but something exploded at the Baxter building, and the black suit got out and started to swim away and went out looking for Peter Parker. It wanted to be on Spider-Man real bad. Like, it want, It wasn't out of love. It wasn't for good intentions. It wanted to be on Spider-Man. Now It, it wanted to live. Because it, if
0: it's not on something, it'll die super fast.
1: Right, and it wanted to live with spider powers. Like, that really was making it happy. Now...
0: But he got... oh was Eddie Brock walking by the Baxter building, and then when it slithered out the door, it just got on him?
1: Well, no. Eddie Brock, who is Venom, Eddie Brock was a photographer for the Daily Bugle.
0: He hated Peter Parker. Because
1: Peter Parker always got the scoop. Always.
0: Of Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, and no one could figure out why. No one realized that Peter Parker was hooking a web camera up on the light poles. That's how he was getting such great pictures. So Eddie Brock, cheese. Yeah, that che-
0: was in the first movie when like <laughs> yeah. he had his web. Then he just looked at the camera and says, "Cheese."
1: Right? And without those pictures, Peter Parker would not be a, considered a good photographer. Those pictures are what made Pete's, you know, career. Right, totally. Eddie Brock really really wanted to be a photographer, and they did have that in the in the movie. But he ended up releasing some pictures or something to do with Gene DeWolf's death which we had those issues for a minute in Spectacular Spider-Man the second uh, Spider-Man comic they had this thing called Death of the Sin Eater remember you guys used to trace those comics used to trade yeah. used to have those we had them here a while ago but somehow the Sin Eater was like this bad guy who ended up shooting Gene DeWolf she was a police captain and uh, i know i'm mangling the story up i know that i'm not exactly correct but somehow eddie brock got fired over that story like he released pictures he shouldn't have or something so now not only is eddie brock not the best photographer at the daily bugle but now he's fired so he already hates peter parker already mad at him the black suit went back and found spider-man Made sure that it got back on him. Spidey was like blown away. Like, where does? Why does this thing keep bothering me? And he went up to that bell tower, which was in that in the cartoon yeah. too. He went up to that bell tower, and the bell started ringing, and the sonic bells made the suit jump off him. But before the, even though the suit was in total pain, it saved Peter Parker. It saved him. It pulled him out of there because it was hurting Peter too. That bell, and the suit saved him. And then sort of just like drift drifted away. And that was in Web of Spider-Man number one, which was the third Spider-Man title, which now you guys are used to having like seven different Spider-Man things going on at once. But back when I was a kid, three Spider-Man books was crazy. We were like, "Ooh, that's a third book. It was called Web of Spider-Man Web of Spider-Man. Number one is when the black suit just kind of went away. It looked like it just faded away. But what really happened was it dripped onto Eddie Brock. And Eddie Brock already hated Spider-Man and hated Peter Parker. And
0: the symbiote hated him. A exactly.
1: Whole bit too. So when the two of them got together, it was like this perfect marriage did of like, hatred.
0: Did Eddie? Did the suit show like Peter Parker was Spider-Man? Yeah,
1: Eddie. Just Brock, like
0: in the show. Just
1: like in the show, Eddie Brock was privy to all of the things that Spider-Man knew, like who Mary Jane was where she lived, everything. Now,
0: But nobody would believe him if he knew where who Spider-Man well, was. Well, he didn't
1: even try to tell anyone. He kept it a secret. He just started walking around as Eddie Brock during the daytime, but at night he was Venom, and he was p- was running around as Venom for a while. Now, the black suit was such a hit that Marvel Comics didn't want to get rid of it, so Tom DeFalco, the guy that was writing Spider-Man at the time, Wrote a story where Black Cat, you know who Black Cat is? Yeah. yeah. She made Spider Man a cloth version of the black suit, a totally just regular yeah. costume. It didn't have any powers. It was just like his red and blue costume. It was just black because she said she liked him better. She was, those two were an item for a minute.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And at the same time, Mary Jane told, she's like, Pete. I know you're Spider-Man. He's like, well, what what do you mean? I'm not Spider-Man. She's like, she's like, Oh
0: yeah, that's in the back of our Spider-Man book.
1: Yeah. She, uh, she knew she's like, I told you like I've always known. And he was like, no, no, no. She's like, Pete, I've always known you've been Spider-Man. I just tried to deny it. And I think she caught him coming in kind of like at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. I think she saw him in his Spider-Man suit with his mask off. And she was like, I knew it. And so he's got Mary Jane in the daytime in his regular clothes who loves him. And then at night, he's dressed as Spider-Man and the black cat would come around and mess with him. So he had like a weird love triangle there for a minute. So Peter went from a nerd with no girlfriends to having two of the hottest chicks in the Marvel Universe like him at the same time. True story.
0: Black cat Can we stop talking hot. about this kind of stuff? That's almost what his whole podcast is about. Well, black cat is hot.
1: Yeah, black cat is hot. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm sorry you don't approve. She is, though. I mean, that's the point. She's supposed to be. Anyway... Now all of that we just talked about, all of that stuff that has to do with the black suit and Venom and Eddie Brock. We never
0: had a single thing except They for did like all Pal. that in the
1: last 45 minutes of Spider-Man 3. They literally tried to jam that all of that stuff we just talked about into the last 45 minutes of Spider-Man 3, which is why it was a waste. The black suit looked cool. I liked that they made it, you know, they didn't do it like with the white spider. They had like just a black version of the red and blue one it was cool i liked how it was giving him more powers i
0: had a suit of that
1: yeah i remember it looked awesome too
0: why i just didn't have a mask for it
1: remember he had a black spider-man suit that He used to wear around oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. was yeah. that
0: from spider-man 3
1: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and i don't i mean i get it they wanted to sell toys for they wanted to sell Venom toys. They wanted to sell Sandman toys. They wanted to sell black Spider-Man actually toys. actually
0: had like a squishy Sandman toy. Like, if you um, filled them up with water, you could squirt water out of his hand.
1: Really? Oh No, yeah. no it was
0: just a action figure. Huh.
1: Like the
0: hammer hand, it popped out even farther.
1: Oh, yeah, it? I guess I do remember that. that. I like Sandman. I think he's a good villain. In this movie, I forgot all about that. They make him Uncle Ben's real killer. God, that's stupid. That's the dumbest thing ever. He shouldn't have had nothing to do with Uncle Ben's death. Nothing. Nothing. Sam
0: Raimi like he was trying, he was, I bet he was trying to tell the studio, hey, guys, we already have it correct. We have the Uncle Ben's killer correct.
1: Right. So now why do you mess it be- up? Yeah, why even touch that part? That part's done.
0: Sam Raimi doesn't even. Sam Raimi didn't even want to mess it up.
1: I bet you if we could get in he touch with He wanted
0: to protect his baby Spider-Man.
1: If we could if we could get in contact with Sam Raimi and if anyone out there listening could put us in contact with Sam Raimi, it's at askthecomicbookkids@gmail.com. But I would love to know what Sam Raimi thinks, cuz he doesn't talk about Spider-Man 3. He doesn't he knows that was a stink bomb. He didn't want that to be bad. They got they spend I mean, lots of time in this movie is spent not on stuff that they could have spent building up the Venom story. But like, instead,
0: then Mary Jane crying because she got fired from her thing. And they have Mary Jane
1: singing. They waste a good five minutes on Mary Jane singing. They waste a good five to ten minutes on Pete dancing. Remember when he's like, Yeah. He's like in Saturday Night Fever doing all those moves? The hell was that? makes no sense. The
0: black suit doesn't make him dance.
1: Definitely not.
0: But it changes his attitude I like that. But well,
1: yeah, it but it doesn't make him dance. Like, why would they... Okay, even if it, like, spend two seconds on that. Why did they have to show him dancing?
0: What? Pumping the air. Ugh, it's the worst. I thought that was a different actor because it looked way different than Peter his Parker. hairstyle. Yeah,
1: he's got the emo haircut, and it's just... Oof, they just made so many missteps, so many missteps. Didn't we try to do a live, we we, we watched it one day when we, had the, we let the yeah. tape run, and what was it, like 35 minutes before Spider-Man even shows up in his suit, right? Yeah. And yeah. they show Mary Jane singing at her horrible thing. I'd fire her too, she's not good. But then they gotta show her crying because she didn't get the, the whole thing is wrong. Why are we wasting time on any of this? If you want Venom in this movie, you got to start setting Eddie Brock up from the beginning, from the first scene. He's got to be like in there. And At least
0: it showed up in like the first ten minutes. A black suit.
1: The black and suit does, but
0: no Eddie Brock.
1: And I don't even mind that the black suit just shows up on Earth with no explanation. Fine, because how are you going to explain Secret Wars in a movie? You're not. I get it.
0: They're making the Secret Wars no movie burn-offs. in 2020. They no, are. I
1: okay. It's 2017. I will make you whatever bet you want. That in 2020, no movie comes out called Secret Wars. I'm, right? We're saying it on the podcast yeah. right now. You with me? Rocco and me don't think that movie's ever getting made. You're going to have to show us where you read that or heard that. It's not going to happen.
0: He saw it on the internet.
1: Well, then it's definitely not true.
0: <laughs> I literally saw it on a video. Top, like, mo- Disney movies Wha- from well. 2017 to 2020, and Secret Wars was one of them.
1: How are they going to make a Secret Wars movie?
0: I don't know. Father. They're going to make two years before they ever have an Infinity War.
1: Yeah, Infinity War comes out in 2018 and in 2019. You know that that Infinity War movie ends with Robert Downey Jr. not alive anymore. Chris Evans probably won't be Everybody's alive anymore.
0: Everybody's going to be dead except for Spider Man.
1: I have a feeling that we'll see some shake up. Like I bet you they can get the guy Alice that
0: plays. Because they did something. No no, 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 no,
1: no. The, the guy that plays, the guy that Spider Man webs to the trunk of that car. He, he the, said,
0: I have a cousin. That no, was a, nephew, a nephew. A nephew. A nephew.
1: And Miles in the Morales. comics, that guy's nephew is Miles Morales. That's true. That guy was, that's the guy who raps under the name Childish Gambino, but his name is Donald Glover. I, whatever. But in the comics, that guy is the Prowler. Do you know who the Prowler is? Yeah. Yeah. So you
0: have a toy of him. Do we? Yeah.
1: He's a very weird villain. I don't even know that he's a villain. I think he's sort of an anti-hero. I can't remember his story.
0: Like Deadpool?
1: Not like Deadpool. Nothing.
0: Deadpool kills bad people.
1: Deadpool cl- kills anybody he wants. Deadpool is his own thing.
0: I read a, se- I read, um, a Deadpool Secret Wars.
1: Was that good? Yeah. It, he basically, I wish you, I, I want to read that. He was.
0: It was actually showing him in, like, different black suits. It was cool. And then he then he put it back in the machine and said, when Spider-Man walked into the room, which kind of tied in. So in
1: that comic, Deadpool is at the Secret Wars. Yeah. The one from the 80s. But he's not really in the Secret Wars. like At
0: all. Yeah, he's not in a real Secret Wars. No, guy.
1: I know he's not in the real one, but, like. Do the rest of them see him? Can they, like... Yeah. Okay. They, like, talk to him and stuff, or is he just, like, hiding in the shadows and stuff?
0: No, he's with them. He's on a good guy team.
1: And, like, participating and stuff? Yeah. I have to read that. That is... I
0: love Deadpool because he loves chimichangas. (laughs) No, his actual favorite food (laughs) is pancakes.
1: It is? Yeah. You guys know more about Deadpool than I do. Honestly, if you ever wanted to, like, beat me at trivia x-men trivia i just don't know i'm just not an x-men fan at all
0: and spider-man you know a lot oh yeah
1: spider-man i'm very invested in should
0: we do an episode with that trivia game
1: yeah we will we'll do a whole marvel trivia game and you can run it You you can be the host
0: okay like we did that one time
1: let's play marvel
0: no it's do you marvel
1: oh do you marvel i apologize sorry so wait a minute, we're, we're, we're doing it again. We're way off track. Spider-Man 3.
0: Should we go into Spider-Man 4? We just know it's Well, hold on, let's sucks. finish up
1: Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3.
0: The end <sighs> scene is kind of cool. Exactly.
1: Is the end scene kind of cool? They waste Venom. I mean,
0: they show all the villains. They show
1: him. He goes, I forgive you, to Sandman. Stupid. Stupid. Because Sandman should have never been Uncle Ben's killer to begin with. Why did that even... That's the dumbest part of this whole movie.
0: Marco doesn't even have a little girl that has cancer. Yeah,
1: none of that. Okay, I'll give him that. They have to make it so you you feel for him. Like, if he was just a straight bad guy with no real reason to be a bad guy, yeah, there's no reason to feel for him. I get that they have to give him a story arc. But does he have to be Uncle Ben's killer, too? Like, really? That is so stupid. Nope. Stupid. The Sandman effects. Like, just the him being sandman that was that pretty was cool. that was pretty cool i gotta give him that that looks as good. a
0: giant sandman fighting spider-man and when, when he just
1: like tries to reform like from the pile of sand that first time he reforms it's pretty cool like i'll give him that
0: oh yeah and uh when that venom suit is like oh like it doesn't giant matter. and weird yeah, and and big it that's the best thing about that movie
1: uh, i, I Venom looked cool, but it just, oof, God, they really... See, here's how, okay, in a perfect world, the black suit shows up in Spider-Man 3. He wears it to the whole movie until the end, and he gets it off of him, and Eddie Brock's in the movie the whole time, being a jerk around the sidelines, and the last scene in the movie, even after the credits maybe, the black suit gets on Eddie Brock. Spider-Man 4 comes out,
0: With Vulture and... Vulture and Venom.
1: The whole like just full on Venom. The whole movie should be Venom because the Venom was when that when Venom first showed up in Spider Man three hundred. The Todd McFarlane. I mean, if you own that issue, which we do, if you have that actual comic, that it was an amazing comic when it came out. Nobody expected the black suit to ever be back, the symbiote. No one looked. No one thought that was coming, and then all of a sudden, it just shows up. And scares the crap out of Mary Jane and starts to torment Peter. Like, Venom starts to torment him all over town. Just, like, messing with him. Messing like with his Aunt throwing May. Throwing
0: cars and stuff. Me- no,
1: like, messing with his family and stuff. Like, evil. That thing was evil when it first showed up. In, the, sho-
0: in the show, um, Aunt May was actually in the hospital and he was trying to reach in and kill her.
1: Yeah, it was a menace. It was not some forty-five minutes at the tail end of the movie type menace. And he also it was a whole movie's worth of menace for he sure. He also
0: tied Gwen Stacy to one of the big balloons, and like he was slowly ripping down the venom.
1: Oh, in the, the cartoon web. in the Spectacular yeah. Spider-Man cartoon, which by the way, next week we'll talk about that.
0: That was the best. That's cartoon. the best show ever.
1: I want to say, hands down, best the Spider-Man. Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon is the best iteration. Of any Spider-Man ever. I think they nailed it on that cartoon. The
0: only thing that's bad about it is Vulture's Red.
1: Still, it's great. I mean, it's just perfect. Everything in that's perfect. Even the changes. I wish
0: they didn't have only two seasons.
1: I know. I don't know. What, and they went from that into Ultimate Spider-Man and had Nick Fury and Kid Nova and Iron Fist. and.
0: Any Marvel cartoon producers, if you're listening, please bring back Spectacular Spider-Man. It was fantastic. Please.
1: The best, best iteration of Spider-Man came yet.
0: out when I was born.
1: It was so good. The song is great. Everything about
0: spectacular, spectacular, spectacular. We Spider-Man. should play that right now.
1: You want I think we've played that on an earlier podcast. I
0: still want to play it. It's all
1: right, here. Let's. I'll give it to you. But you got a vamp while I look for it. What? What? Uh, all right. So let's wrap up Spider-Man Three. Was there any part of it that was good?
0: I liked how it actually fell on Eddie Brock like it did in the comic.
1: Yeah, with that bell tower. Yeah, that is true.
0: Did it go into his mouth? That's why there's like that's why there's like a big tongue. Uh, what do you mean? Like since it went into his mouth, that's why there's a big mouth and the tongue.
1: No, that that suit becomes one with the cells of whoever it's on. That's what it was trying to do with Spider-Man. It was trying to, like, literally not just be on top of him, but be part of him. Like, Like, be
0: built into his
1: body. Yeah. It was trying to take over his DNA and become a separate thing entirely. It's two separate things, Spider-Man and the suit. It was trying to turn itself into Venom permanently. That's why it talks about itself as we, we are Venom and all that stuff. That's why.
0: And that's why Venom's so strong, because it can absorb the powers of its, its host.
1: Yeah, and Eddie Brock started to lift weights and stuff and get himself massive. That's why he's so extra buff. All right, you guys ready? Yeah. You're, you're going to sing along? You can if you want. You're going to sing along. I can tell by the look on your face. You don't know the words. Ah. Ah. Okay, get ready for all the part. Even people at home, you know the words. And...
0: Ah. Spectacular. 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 We all
1: you guys don't know the words of this song, you guys. Neither do you. <laughs> it was a front part. <laughs> I wasn't singing along. The first part is okay, hard,
0: but everybody knows.
1: I don't know that we're going to have a better ending to this show right now, you guys.
0: Wait, we have to do Spider-Man 4.
1: Well, okay. What, were, what did you hear were the possibilities for a Sam Raimi Spider-Man 4? What Culture. do you know? Vulture that was, was going to be played by a guy named John Malkovich, who if you look at him, he would have been perfect. He would have been really good as Adrian Toomes. Michael Keaton is the Vulture, though. Like forever, he wins. What else did you hear about Spider-Man 4?
0: I was really it, that is going to be the villain.
1: I still think it could have been. But
0: they a- made that stupid one.
1: What one? Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. You right? said
0: won't talk about now. it. Oh,
1: you tricked me that time. <laughs> I I feel like Ow, my Toby Maguire was almost forty years old by the time he was coming around. Like he just looked old.
0: Look, the dogs are asleep from us talking about Spider-Man Three.
1: Yeah, everyone's bored, even the dogs. <laughs> I I think it's a perfect place to end this podcast. I think we've we've gone an hour. We've we've
0: it. It's been an hour it's of been talking a- about Spider-Man Three. Yeah. I freaking hate that movie.
1: <laughs> Nobody likes Spider-Man Three. Not even Tobey Maguire. Ugh. Nobody.
0: He didn't even like it.
1: I don't think anyone likes Spider-Man Three. I remember watching it and leaving after that movie ended and feeling like I just got ripped off for eight bucks. I was just like, "What the heck just happened?" You were a baby when it came out. And you weren't even born yet. Yay. And I,
0: it, it was it was made in two thousand seven.
1: And, and it just was like, "What the heck?" Happen like what did I just watch? Why did that movie stink? Like, I want to love it.
0: Wait, did you bring me to the movie theater? I'm sorry, what did you bring me to the movie theater with you to watch? No,
1: it? no, I went and saw that by myself at the movie theater right behind our apartment. We had it. We remember the movie theater in Squirrel yeah. Hill. We're from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, by the way, if you didn't know that already. And I went and saw that movie at the theater in Squirrel Hill what by theater? myself. The the Squirrel Hill Theater, the one at the bottom of the hill that's no longer there anymore.
0: Okay, I think
1: Oh, you done. think we're done? <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I guess we're done. Okay. But um mm-hmm. Let me I gotta f- come up with a song to end this on. Is it gonna be that spectacular Spider Man song again? No. No, it can't be. It's gotta be something different. Let's find something awesome. Uh I don't even know. God. Well it, Wrap it up. Jack, tell please. tell tell them where to find you and
0: go. I'm Rocco, ten years old, and I'm Jack, I'm eight years old, and, and we're, we're the Comic Book kids. kids. If you want to send us any request or anything different that you want us to tell, it's at asktheComicBookKids at gmail. Bye bye.
1: Bye bye. We'll uh we'll see you next time. Let's wrap and, it up.
0: And if you want to tell anyone about our podcast, you can.
1: Right. Yeah. Thank the listeners you got so far, too.
0: Thank you.
1: I <laughs> will see you next time.
0: Spider Man and his amazing friends Iceman and Firestar.
1: his amazing friend.